Sade. Can you handle this? Isabella, can you handle this? I, I don't think, think you can, can handle, handle this. this. Hey! This is Planned Spontaneity, where we have light, fun, honest conversation about life. So cheers! Cheers! Well, well, well. Look who's back. Back again. Isabella Sade's back. Tell a friend. <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> hello, hello. We are back. We are back. And that's season five. Wow. And it's 2022. 2022. Oh, my goodness. It's been a while, guys. We've missed you. We have. We have. It's been, a, it's been nice to have a break, in a way. Because right. it made us really miss this like planned spontaneity and being together talking about things so yeah we're excited about today's episode definitely it was so good as well to have a break for us to process everything that we had shared here mm-hmm. and bring some other things that we are processing to share with you guys and yes. yeah just talk about life and how we're doing and things that have been on on our minds and on that note Something that's been on our mind, I think, which is quite funny because it's the same thing. It's, it's this topic of boundaries. And the reason I think it's funny is because uh, Chad and I were like, we feel this is the time for us to record another episode. But we're not sure yet what we would talk about. There's so many things that we can talk about. And yeah, so I think I think Shadi had mentioned before, actually, about boundaries and stuff. Um and I had talked, because we, we talk, you know, we talk, we actually talk outside of this space here. Uh, that's a lie. <laughs> so we all, like, I, I don't know, I, feel, I don't know if Chadi felt this way, but for me, it feels like we're always coming back or mentioning the topic of boundaries anyway. Yes. So when we were thinking about what to talk and Chadi said, what do you think, Isabella, have a think and just, you know, write your suggestions and all of that. And then I just texted back and said oh boundaries we've been thinking a lot about boundaries and the shadow was like yes 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 it yes. just sounded <laughs> right it just yeah it, it just it just sounded right to my ears and I think I it agree. makes sense because you know you you would describe yourself Isabella as a recovering people pleaser mm-hmm. and even though I don't that's not something I would call myself I have noticed that I do tend to I think not stick up for myself or not protect myself in certain aspects. So I think that's the reason why boundaries is such an important thing for me and for you, but for different reasons. So this is going to be interesting. I know. And I I remember as well, um, and guys, if you haven't checked Shadi's book and podcast and social media, go do that now. Honestly, so, so good. I know you weren't, but I have to say... um, and in Shadi's book and in her podcast and in her social media, she has mentioned as well about the syndrome. And in her blog, by the way, um, <laughs> wow. just told say everything. But she has mentioned, she didn't know I was going to say that, but she has mentioned about the syndrome of the good girl, mm. of being a good girl. And I think for me, that plays a lot into the whole topic of boundaries because I think, oh, I, to, you know, to be a good girl, to be someone nice then I need to accept everything mm-hmm. and I don't have the power to say no and to place my boundaries. But actually, in in talking to other people and listening to other people and growing and in, you know going through situations that I think, oh, I should have had some boundaries then, um, it has just made me think a lot more about it. So I think that's something else that we have in common, that syndrome of being a good girl yes. and that burden, because it is a burden and sometimes it can feel like a trap. Yeah. Um, and boundaries is one way of, yeah, 
I guess coming out of that syndrome, coming out of that space, that that, that box, because really it's a box that um, we've been placed into. So yeah, check Shadi's work oh and and see that because it is true. It is true, Shadi. Because yeah. I think we talk, and I think that's why when we talk, the topic of boundaries come very easily because we because we struggle with similar things. And I wonder if if you listening there struggle as well with this topic. So you've come to the right place. Um, if you don't struggle with this then please share your your suggestions and ideas with us because we would love to hear that as well yeah Yeah, it's funny I always wonder when it comes to boundaries for us women in particular I wonder if one of the reasons why we struggle with boundaries is because we are making a statement and we're telling the person or people that actually this goes beyond uh, what I deem to be acceptable. And in us stating that, it's almost, we're, we're then almost taking on that sort of like high maintenance and, oh, she's been a diva and, oh my goodness, she's so sensitive or she's so, you know, X, Y, and Z and all those labels that I think growing up, we've been told we shouldn't be. I think growing up, well, growing up for me, the best label a woman could be given or a girl could be given is laid back. She's just so cool. She's so chilled. She's laid back. Nothing upsets her. But if you say, if you told your friend, oh, when, if you, uh, when you comment on my body, that makes me feel like this. And I think that from now on, this is something that I no longer want to hear. Then the person can turn and go, oh my goodness, I was only joking. Why are you mm. being like so sensitive? Or yeah. it's all, oh, uh, yeah, whatever the, the the comeback may be, it's always it's almost like this label that you're given that feels really like just icky and makes you feel is is it gaslighting or it just makes you feel as though you have done something wrong for standing mm. up for yourself and for telling your whether it's a close friend or even just an acquaintance or someone you don't know and you'll never meet again just standing up for yourself there's just yeah it just feels like this really complicated thing and I think one of the reasons and that's one of the reasons why I for a long time have struggled with even the word boundary Mm. before I even got to the stage I'm even not not really fully there but yeah getting to that stage where I can now say to people actually can you not do that because of this reason Mm. yeah yeah, I think it's so hard because you're right, Chaddy. We have been told that we shouldn't express our opinions too much because of what other people are going to think. And as women, we have so many expectations from society uh, that are normally passed down by those around us, everyone, I would say, and even the system, to, to act and behave a certain way. Um, and it's hard when you say, actually, no... Um, I don't do this and I don't like when you do this. Um, it's very easy for people to look at you and think that you are the annoying one or that you are the angry one, mm-hmm. that you're always, you know, um, that you're not very gentle, very uh, understanding of the situation. And actually, it, it's quite the opposite. You are very understanding of people's situation and that's exactly why you put your boundary because you know that if you don't, they're going to overstep. Yes. that and it's going to harm you and normally other people as well and the people themselves they're not following that because they're going to go too far into something that's not for them mm-hmm. um so it's, it's it is a tricky subject but 
oh my goodness, how freeing is it when you realize that you can put boundaries in situations and in relationships, especially I'm thinking um, when things have gone in a way that you don't you don't like or people um, I often think of the way people talk to each other you know I I talk to people in the way that would like them to talk to me but that doesn't happen that way sometimes people are rude sometimes people are very inconsiderate or how other people feel or people's experiences or they say things they're patronizing or you know all these different things that happen in life all the time in different situations with families at work as you go to the shop you know, as you are waiting in a queue, these things that just happen, and actually saying, no, you can't talk to me like this, you don't talk to me like this, um, and, and to be okay, and, and leave the situation, or stay, or challenge, you know, but there's so many other ways, rather than absorbing all of that, Yeah. because if you don't tell, uh, uh, the way I think about it is that having boundaries is good for me, but it's also good for the other person, because they will know very clearly where they stand and where they can't come so someone at the shop is rude to me and I say I'm sorry you shouldn't talk to me like this this is not how I would like you to talk to me um hopefully it doesn't always happen but hopefully they won't talk to someone else in that way and it's helpful for them <laughs> to learn so I think it's yeah that there's so much there that we think is society puts as you are the angry one or the annoying one or the one that's no understanding but actually this is good for every for interpersonal um skills in general so for everyone um when you put boundaries they grow with it mm. and you yeah. grow so i think yeah there's so much there that we can learn that i can learn yeah. that i want to learn and i feel like a bit like what you said chade it's never a point that you feel like oh i'm there you know, I can see how I've grown yeah. and things I've developed, but I can see so many other things that I need to be better at in placing boundaries in my relationships and the way that I interact with people. Um, and I appreciate when people put boundaries with me because I know very clearly what they are thinking and where I should stay, what I should say, and it just makes life easier, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and I think sometimes it's it's a shame that this isn't normalised from the beginning because I think, for me personally, it's something that I'm only just, I mean, like, the idea is only just sitting comfortably with me, let alone put my foot forward and put it into practice. I'm only, yeah, so I'm, I'm getting comfortable with the idea, and I have made a few uh, attempts at saying to people, actually, no, and, yeah, but, yeah, I think um, there's... Well, I, I try and place, I don't even, can I even say this? Okay, bear with me guys, because this is, I'm a verbal processor, so this it. is just, <laughs> this is an idea I'm going to work with on the spot. But I would say sometimes I even need to put boundaries with myself um, in the sense that. That's right, I do that as well, yeah. Yeah, because I think I need. Oh, I try. Yeah, and I think in different aspects, you know, whether it's something, it might be rest. And I think sometimes, you know, the struggle with resting and if when you're practicing, and I have to say practicing rest, because sometimes I don't think for a, lot, for a lot of people, it's not simply, it's not as simple as, okay, this is my day off, I'm now going to relax or rest. 
some sometimes it's oh it's my day off let me I don't know put do the washing or do this and that and before you know it, you're not resting at all clean the so house clean the house <laughs> so it's like practicing rest yeah. because you have to actually practice it before you can even get better before you can even say I am resting before you get to that stage so boundary sometimes is it's good to sit with the idea understand what does that, what does that mean for you as an individual because it will always be different for well each person what boundaries means for Isabella will be different from me and for what it means to you so just sit with the idea and picking it and then from me sitting with the idea and understanding what does that mean for me to then understanding what it means on a day-to-day basis when someone has done something that has crossed a boundary of line and and then you have to tell them because unfortunately we're not all mind readers, which is actually a nice thing. Yeah, because was, I don't want people I reading agree. my mind. <laughs> and then, and sometimes it's an unfortunate thing because I wish someone could just read my mind so I don't have to say it. But anyway, um, because we, we're because we're not mind readers, you do have to say, oh, actually, Isabella, when you made that joke, mm. I know for you that was really funny, and I understand that you know. Maybe like growing up, that was a really funny thing for you to do. But for me, that actually really upset me because I'm insecure for blah, blah, blah reason in, or within that subject. You may not even need to go into your whole history into why you feel the need to place that boundary. It's just, it could be as simple as saying, can you not do that, please? Thank you. Or I love you, but when you say those things or when you do that, I don't like it and I still love you, blah, 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 however you place it. But yeah, I, I, I think that the first stage is understanding what does boundaries mean to me? What does it mean for me? Why is it important to me? And yeah, and also before the next stage, I do think boundaries is an act of self-love. And I know that's such a popular word nowadays, you know, self-love, self-care. But it really is an act of self-care and self-love. So true. Yeah, because if you don't, I think if you if you're if you're so busy keeping quiet and this is something that I do you're so busy keeping quiet not to rock the boat then it means that you're not looking after yourself yes you're protecting this other person that you love and that's great but what about you and I think quite often we forget about ourselves we just think let's just put up with this and we just keep we keep ignoring like our inner child or however you want to call it yeah. yeah, that's so true, Shade. I think when you're saying about practicing putting boundaries with ourselves first, this is what I've experienced because of my, as you've, if you've been listening to, to this podcast in the past, you would know that I've shared a bit about my struggle with rest and how I had a sabbatical and I had to learn to rest. And in that, I had to learn to place boundaries on myself. And part of that was um, for the next three hours, I'm not going to answer any text messages because actually this is not restful for me now or I'm gonna watch something for two hours and then after that I need to find another activity Mm. because if it goes longer than two hours then it's not gonna be restful for me so I had to place those boundaries uh, with myself if someone invites me to do something I'm gonna say no because I'm enjoying rest on my own. Even if yeah. at the moment I te- send that message or say that to the person, I'm not actually enjoying it and I'm finding <laughs> it really hard. Yeah. But I'm going to say that because I'm trying, I'm learning, and this is important. Yeah. You know, so many times I've tried to rest and I ended up the whole day um, out with people because I couldn't say no that I was resting. 
or and it's not about being with people because I can rest being with people but I have ended up saying yes to people that weren't particularly restful for me you know I ended up having heavy conversations or going to things that I didn't quite want to when I was resting um because it felt like work not because the people felt like work but because those conversations needed more of my headspace that wasn't available at the moment because I needed to rest I wasn't able to say those things so I had to place these boundaries within my time of rest and practice and learn in that way and I am still practicing and learning if I'm very honest but I've come a long way from how I used to be I'm now able to see how I do need those boundaries there and how when I'm trying to rest, I should structure my time of rest rather than just see what happens because that doesn't work with me. It may work with other people, but with me, that doesn't work. And that's me putting a boundary when people say, Isabella, just go rest and do nothing. It's me saying, actually, no, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm going to watch something for a couple of hours and then I'm going to go for a walk. And it might be that changed my mind. That's absolutely fine. And that happens all the time. But knowing that I have those boundaries in place helped me to actually rest rather than ended up saying yes to every opportunity that appears in front of me just because I can say no. So I do agree with you that it just starts it starts with with ourselves and and making sure that we are practicing those things. And I think as well for me, I don't know for you, Shadi, but for me that being accountable to Shadi, being accountable to to George and saying, Oh, I'm resting today. And then Shade very often asks, oh, what are you doing to rest? How are you relaxing? And, and then I can say how, how that is happening. And I find that really, really helpful in that process of practicing to place boundaries within myself and other people, just being accountable to other people. Because sometimes, um, because I'm not used to placing boundaries, I feel like maybe I'm being um, just unfair to other people or how or perhaps I feel like I'm being unfair to myself you know or of but having someone else's is an opinion there it, it, I really value that because they're able to see actually Isabella you do sound tired and it sounds like you need to rest you know what have you got in place and, and things like this so they help me to keep my boundaries in place yeah. when I myself feel tired too tired to do that and I like that keep the boundaries in place because I think it's quite often we can go we can almost like compromise on our boundaries and also within that we are allowed to change um, our boundaries um, but yeah it's almost that thing of it's not you you do have to hold yourself accountable and hopefully loved ones hold you accountable but then change your mind or like adjusting your boundaries and yeah maybe your capacity for something has actually grown so now you you adjust it a little bit but i wonder what happens when other people you place boundaries and now other people do not respect the boundaries i wonder what happens and i think for me that's something that i can't answer right now because i'm still uh, i'm still at uh i don't know step a where it's okay what is boundaries for me what does that mean? What does that look like? Okay, now let me tell other people when they cross the boundaries so that they know. So far, B hasn't happened yet where mm. other people have crossed the boundaries. And if it has, oh, actually, no, I lied. <laughs> I think so. I think this is such a typical thing where I think a lot of people will relate to this. But I think mothers in general do tend to find it easy to comment on 
you know, their daughters' bodies. And I think I found with my mum, that's something that she used to would she used to say quite often, you know, whether it's um what she would deem positive, Shada, you've lost weight, you look great. Or whether it's like negative in inverted commas, oh Shada, you're putting on weight, watch that. And I felt with the boundary with that was keep on talking about it and saying, actually, remember mum, I don't like it when you comment on my body. I, I don't like it. And then the the comeback would be like, oh, don't be sensitive. I'm just commenting, it's not a big deal. And you have to say, well, maybe not for you. And I'm really happy that, you know, you appreciate and love and care for me. And this is your way of showing me you care. But I don't need to know and hear this because for me, it puts me in a negative headspace. And also, that's not something I want to focus on. So, yeah. But what about you? Yeah, well, very similar thing, actually. Um, it had to start with, with those that were closest to me. And and these were my parents as you know, as you grow up and you become a young adult. It's always parents. Exactly. You are kind of processing <laughs> stuff that your parents have done yeah. and how they have treated you. That's actually not how you would have liked things to happen um, and how those patterns continue even when you do grow up. So it's it's just learning that. So with, with my parents, um, it, they have crossed many of the boundaries that I have placed and it was very 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 challenging mm. and what I had to say to them is if if you keep doing this I'm not going to be able to talk about these things with you so that's that's, very, that's yeah. it yeah, yeah. Um, so if um, I'm trying to give an example without exposing them too much but um, I'm sure other people have similar situations um, when I think children sometimes in their relationship with their parents ended up hear, listening more about their parents' struggles um, and almost being um, in that position to, to support them through advice. You know, they take the role of a parent to their parents and I think that can happen very, very easily. Um, but it's something that I don't want to do. It's something that I'm not comfortable because actually I'm the child in that relationship and I'm a grown-up and I can share my opinion. But honestly, I think it, it would be better if they talk to someone else to another couple, mm. um, to someone that's in a different stage, because these are not just two different people, they're married, these, it's my mom and my dad, so I, I, I'm not I'm able to mix these two, maybe in the future I will, for now I'm not, so if I'm calling, talking to, to my mom or to my dad, and they start sharing a bit too much about what's happening in their marriage and their struggles, um, I've learned to say, actually, I, uh, this is not up to me, I think you should talk to this person. And if they're, in fact, if they're talking about anyone else, this will say, because I don't want to be that space to, um, not, it's not to vent, but almost gossip about other people. I don't, I don't want to be that person. So yeah. this is my boundary. They may think that it's venting, but for me it's gossiping. So I, I'll say that. And that's actually a great boundary. Gossiping. So hard. Yeah. Gossip. <laughs> I think that's, I am guilty of being a partaker, but I think, and I think, for, well, for Isabella and I, because we're both Christians, and so that is something quite often that a lot of Christians will try not to do. However, I think just universal, universally, gossiping is something that people struggle with and people try to do away from. But it's such a hard boundary. And I think especially if you're friends with people and you've formed a sort of friendship where it's all based around gossiping around 
uh, gossiping about other people, then suddenly when you realise that actually, like, you know what, I don't want to mm. gossip anymore. How? <laughs> Saying that to someone where you go, actually, guys, sorry, I'm not going to gossip. Can we talk about something else? That is quite a hard thing to do. It's the right thing to do, but it's a hard thing to do. Very hard. Because then <laughs> it changes the structure of your friendship. And there is a chance that the place you have in that friendship no longer exists. Because if the role each each of you have in that friendship is just to gossip about each other or, oh, sorry, other people, once you've sort of almost, like, changed the, I don't know, script for your friendship, then, well, what's your role? Yeah, exactly. And what's their role? Yeah. What do you talk about? Because you can't talk about anything anymore because the only thing forming that bond is gossiping. And yeah, so it's very tricky. So you've just you've just nailed it, really. What what I was trying exactly. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't see. You said exactly, but no one can see that. <laughs> you may you may want to explain what you just did. Sorry, when she said you just hit you hit the nail on the head, I just motioned it. Yeah, well, I said you little... nailed it, and then oh, you that's just did, it. And that's so you did, you did yeah. the actual action of it, which I I thought that's it. Um, because this is what I had with with my parents, because I think. In Brazilian culture, um, my observation of it is that it's very common for people to talk about other people. And that's not seen necessarily as bad, but we're just talking, we're venting, we're processing this out loud. When actually, for me, for other people it might be, but for me, I'm not comfortable with this. For me, this is gossiping. They may have different understandings of that, and I respect that. But if they're talking to me, I can say what I'm comfortable talking about. Yeah. And and I've said, no, this is not okay to talk about. If you carry on talking about this, I'll have to hang up the call. And and I've done that. And then now when they start, I say, I'm not comfortable to talk about this. And if they've crossed the line, then the moment that they start talking about someone else, I'll say, I'm sorry, I'm busy, I have to go. I, I don't want to talk about this. And just leave. I mean, this is one of the privileges of being far that can do that yeah but i've been i've gone to brazil and they've done the same and i would just leave the room i'll just say I'm, I'm not comfortable with this you know and leave and go to the toilet put some headphones on you know just leave the situation because if i'm not comfortable i'm not comfortable and i don't want to be there but it's very hard it's very hard so that's my um experience in yeah someone crossing a boundary and what what i did but i think each situation is different i i i'm of the opinion that um it's most most of the time it's worth a conversation and giving the person a chance to understand why this is a boundary for you. They might not respect it, but I'm giving them a chance being kind and giving them a chance of understanding that for me. Because it might be obvious for me, it might not be obvious for them. So I will I will communicate. If they respect what I've said, great. We'll go on from there. They might, you know, make mistakes now and then like I do. And we were just, if they don't understand it, understand it, then I, I will understand that they're not ready for it and I won't talk about that situation anymore or I'll make a way of leaving that situation, that context. How that plays out in reality is so different depending to each person and to each situation. But this is kind of my principle behind things, always making, always communicating, making it very clear to the other person, giving them a chance to understand and respect. But if they can't do that, then I will remove myself from that situation, um, even if it's painful at times. But it's very hard. It's That's very, it, yeah. very hard. 
that's good. That's a almost like a boundary within the boundary. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I said it and then I wasn't so sure. Exactly. I was like, wait, what did I just say? It is. My boundary is I'll have a conversation with you. If you yeah. don't change, that's my boundary. That's my I'm going to remove myself from the situation. I guess so. Yeah. Oh, I like this. A boundary within a boundary. Now, I think one of which is going back to the first point we had, which is the problem with setting boundaries or no, the struggle or challenge of setting boundaries is you are putting yourself in that position to be to to no longer be seen as, you know, easy breezy or. Yeah, to almost. For for there to be possible friction, yeah, yeah, and because of that, and I I don't know who's like you know listening to this and how you may feel about that, and I think for me, I don't. It's funny, yeah, I definitely don't consider myself to be a people pleaser, but I also I like the idea of being liked, and to be seen as you know carefree and you know I don't know entertaining or easygoing, blah blah blah. So my struggle and challenge with boundaries is what happens after I've said, oh, you've crossed the line, or these are my boundaries, there you go, here you go, what are you going to do with it now? So the struggle with me is what happens after that. And it's almost like it's, for me, it's that, it's breaking some form of, expectation that someone had of me and this expectation is more Mm. about how I think they deem me or how they how they see me or this unspoken expectation or whatever label they've placed on me that they may or may not have even uh communicated with me but it's just the moment I've now stepped into this role of actually I'm going to defend myself and tell you that this is not acceptable it does leave you almost like, oh, it's weird because you've done something that's such an amazing, almost like warrior sort of action. And then it leaves you feeling vulnerable, at least for me. It leaves me feeling vulnerable because I don't know what happens next. And that's, I think that's the part that sometimes I don't like is I've placed this boundary with this person. Now what happens next? How are they going to take it? And there's been a few times where, you know, I've placed boundaries and people say, oh, don't be so defensive. And hmm. I've had to sit with that word, don't be so defensive. And I've had to um, pick, why does that bother me? Hmm. Is there truth? Am I being defensive within my reaction? And then realising that um, what whatever people say after you've placed boundaries doesn't actually have anything to do with you. And that's what I'm I'm saying to myself. And I'm trying to sit within that so that I can just, yeah, just... Re- the more I can sit with it, the more I can take it on. So if I've placed boundaries within this loved one or acquaintance, work colleague, whatever, whoever it may be, if they say, oh, you're being defensive or you're being really sensitive or you're being irrational, whatever word it is, their reaction doesn't really have anything to do with you. And yeah, and I think, but it's going back once again to the first part, boundaries is so important because we do need to practice standing up for ourselves because sometimes or in most cases if we don't stand up for ourselves nobody else will Mm. and if you don't tell people that actually this is as far as we can go within this people 
I think subconsciously we'll see us as pushovers or we'll see us as people who we can take advantage of. And that's the problem. It, the problem is if we don't say this is enough, people will, and without them knowing, they will say that, oh, oh, it's okay, Shade, Shade doesn't mind. And I do mind. It's just that I haven't said that I mind. So they don't know that. Or, mm. yeah, so it's just, we just need to become comfortable. I'm saying that, by the way, I'm speaking to myself, but we need, I say we, because I'm like, okay, if anyone is listening to this and they're like me, let's get comfortable with that whole, with how challenging and uncomfortable it is with placing boundaries. And then next stage, with how uncomfortable it is when with the possible fallouts. Let's just get comfortable with that. And we need to ask ourselves, what is the fear? And if we can figure out what the fear is, let's just tackle and see what lies underneath the fear. Yeah, Yeah. no, I totally agree, Shadi. And just as you were talking, I was thinking about how, uh, or rather, what's the motivator for having boundaries? And the motivator is because when people overstep boundaries, it damages us. And that's why she's <laughs> clicking. <laughs> it damages us. And it's something that is not healthy for us. It's something that's not helpful for us. And think of all the different situations that you were in there listening that I'm in and Shada is in. Um, the reason we place boundaries is not to be, um, you know, uh, named anything, but it's because it's something that we need to do in order to protect ourselves. Mm. Sometimes in order to protect the relationship, like with my parents, I want to have good relationship with them. But if I keep listening to their struggles in marriage, I'm going to start seeing my dad and my mom in a different light. And I don't want that. I want to keep a good relationship with them. So if they're talking anything to do with anyone else in the family, I don't want to know. Because I'm protecting that relationship. Mm. And... So many times our observation and perception on situations is mistaken. I don't want that to be passed on and that damages all of us. So I I don't want that. So that's my motivator when I think, okay, even though this is damaging, quotation marks, my image, but I would rather have that than damaging me, my essence, Mm. who I am. So I'm okay to sacrifice my image with other people than to sacrifice who I am because what I do is adapting to a place that I don't fit mm-hmm. so yeah. I'm happy to, for people to realize that I'm a oh, I'm gonna use a shapes analogy I'm happy for people to realize that I'm a triangle and not, <laughs> and not a square yeah. but they can only realize that if I say to them actually I don't fit here yeah. and then I go somewhere else so I'm happy for that for that perception of me to change if that means that I'm honest to who I am and as as a as a Christian for me this matters who God created me to be and I don't want to fit in that in that space. Um and as again as a Christian I feel like this is honors the person that created me, which is which is God. I don't know if you believe, if you don't believe that's fine, but you know, the person that you are. Mm-hmm. And if that then is that it's it's no good. So it's it's better that people change the idea of who you are rather than you changing who you are because of what other people think. Yeah. Um, and, they are, and they are very welcome to place their boundaries on yeah, me as well because that's uh, even another subject, how I feel when people place boundaries on me. And it's very uncomfortable, so I can understand that. 
but in the end, I do appreciate because I think, oh, good, now I know yeah. how things are, and I know who you are, and then I have the decision to carry on this relationship or to realize actually this is not good for either of us. So let's walk our different ways respectfully, <laughs> and and that's it. So I think we all win in that situation. That's what I'm trying to say. Even if at times it feels like no one is winning and we're just being annoying and other people are annoyed at us and you know even if that's um it, it, that's that's discomfort there is a discomfort in that awkwardness in that but the result of it is is good that's all folks Come back next week for some more planned spontaneous chats.